Conservative leader Pierre Polyev called out Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Bloc Québécois leader Yves-Francois Blanchet for their, quote, climate hypocrisy. The Trudeau government announced the launch of a public inquiry into the foreign interference into Canada's elections and appointed Quebec judge Marie-Josée Hogue to lead the inquiry. Surprise, surprise, Canada's state broadcaster could get millions as a result of the Trudeau government's online news act. Hello Canada, it's Friday, September 8th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Cosmin Georgia. And I'm Noah Jarvis. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Justin Trudeau and Yves-Francois Blanchet are burning oil to fly around the world while telling us to live with less, according to conservative leader Pierre Polyev. Polyev accused the Bloc Québécois and liberal leaders of climate hypocrisy in a speech to the Conservative caucus ahead of the party's convention in Quebec City this weekend. Over the next three days, conservative members will gather at the Quebec City Convention Centre to among other things, vote on policy resolutions that could help inspire the party's next election platform. Poiliev started off his speech in French and took jabs at the Bloc Québécois. The Bloc leader is in Spain currently to discuss independence in Catalonia. The Bloc Québécois has called for carbon taxes of over $100 per tonne. Poiliev also called out the air travel of Prime Minister Trudeau and Environment Minister Stephen Guilbeault. Poiliev said, quote, It's not just Blanchette who's going on trips. Justin Trudeau is in India and Stephen Guilbeault is in China. Stephen Guilbeault, Justin Trudeau, and Mr. Blanchette want to punish people from the Saguenay for having a truck at the same time as Mr. Guilbeault says he is not going to give lessons for the government in Beijing where they burn the largest amount of coal. The Conservative Party of Canada's convention takes place September 7th to 9th at the Quebec City Convention Centre. True North's Andrew Lawton and Ellie Cantin-Nantel will be on the ground to bring you independent coverage. So Noah, we see Poiliev here taking some pot shots uh, at the federal government. You know, we're going to be here at this convention. Do you expect this to escalate? Do you expect to see more of these attacks by Poiliev? Absolutely. I believe that Poliev uh, placed the convention in Quebec City for a reason. It seems as if he wants to gain some seats electorally in Quebec, and he feels as if attacking Justin Trudeau and Yves-François Blanchet, the two uh, leaders who hold the most amount of seats in Quebec, he feels as if doing so will be able to put him in a position to attract more Quebec voters going into the next election. So I do expect to see more shots taken at the Trudeau government and at Yves-Francois Blanchet, and rightfully so. I mean, Justin Trudeau and his environment minister, uh, Stephen Guivaux, are jet-setting around the planet to talk about cutting carbon emissions while they are actively doing the exact opposite. And Yves-Francois Blanchet is over in Catalonia to discuss independence from Spain and I guess, you know, by extension, independence from Canada, while Quebecers and Canadians are facing real issues like inflation and just the overall rising cost of living. 
You're right, Nolan. And as I said earlier, you know, True North is going to be at this convention in Quebec City covering uh, everything that's going on, all the policy resolutions, talking to conservative MPs and getting you the stories that matter. So, Noah, I just wanted to jump off of that. And I was wondering, what kind of uh, stories are you personally looking out for at this convention? Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing the anti-woke policy resolutions that will be uh, being put forward at the Conservative Party convention. Hopefully, we'll see some action on the conservatives uh, fighting back against gender ideology and a bunch of the woke nonsense, uh, such as critical race theory that is being pushed in our universities. And I'm also looking forward to see the new conservative nominees and MPs that have been elected. We have uh, names like Shuv uh, Majumdar, and we have uh, Jamil Javani, who are great you know, conservatives who in their private lives have worked hard to make center-right ideas more popular. So I am looking forward to uh, everything that will be coming out of the Conservative Party convention and True North's great coverage of it. The Trudeau government has found a judge to preside over a public inquiry into allegations of election interference by Beijing after months of searching and much debate between the federal parties. A government source told Global News that Marie-José Hogue has been selected to lead the inquiry. Hogue is a judge of the Court of Appeal of Quebec appointed in June 2015. Prior to her appointment, Hogue was a partner with the law firm McCarthy Theroux, where she primarily practiced corporate commercial law, civil litigation, professional liability, and administrative and constitutional law. From 1988 to 1989, Hogue also worked as a law clerk to Antonio Lammer of the Supreme Court of Canada. Minister of Public Safety, Democratic Institutions, and Intergovernmental Affairs Dominic LeBlanc announced the establishment of a public inquiry into foreign interference in federal electoral processes and democratic institutions. According to a government release, Justice Hogue is mandated to examine and assess interference by China, Russia, and other foreign states or non-state actors, including any potential impacts to confirm the integrity of and any impacts on the 43rd and 44th federal general elections at the national and electoral district levels. The commissioner is directed to deliver an interim report by February 29, 2024, and a final report by December 2024. Uh, Cosman, do you have any confidence that this public inquiry will lead to more answers for Canadians when it comes to China's interference in Canada's elections, or will it just be more of the same? Well, I think it's a step in the right direction. I think there needs to be a public inquiry. There needs to be transparency. And that's what I'm most concerned about. How transparent will this inquiry be? Will Canadians get to see that evidence uh, and the internal you know, advice from CSIS about what was going on? And the other thing is, you you might have seen in the media in the past few weeks, they've been looking for a judge to uh, feel this inquiry for quite some time. And here we have this particular individual justice who has been appointed to lead this role. But I wonder, you know, are they just the most uh, well-equipped judge or are they the only person that they could find uh, to do this job? Because it took them uh, quite a while and quite a number of people refused to take on this role because of the 
you know, risk associated politically speaking. You're absolutely right. Nobody wants to take on the reputational damage that uh, Paul Rouleau did uh, when he was appointed as the special rapporteur or whatever that means. So you're absolutely right. And it does not seem as if, you know, the liberal government was really hasty in getting this uh, foreign interference off the ground. So just the quality of the justice presiding over the inquiry is definitely of great concern. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. CBC could make $172 million as a result of deals signed with social media giants under the Online News Act or Bill C-18 passed this year by the Liberal government. It would make CBC the largest beneficiary of the law, which has been described by critics as a shakedown of social media companies like Google and Facebook. According to the draft regulations, media companies can receive compensation for news links shared on social media platforms based on the number of full-time journalists they have employed. Former Canadian Radio Television and Telecommunications Commission Vice Chair Peter Menzies has done an analysis of estimated payouts and found that CBC employed the largest share of journalists in all of Canada, meaning it would likely be the biggest beneficiary of the law. The CBC already receives $1.2 billion in taxpayer funding from Canadians each year. In response to the legislation, Facebook has completely stopped sharing news in Canada, which technically means it is no longer subject to the regulations. Noah, do you think this is fair? You know, here at True North, we're a smaller independent media company. We don't field, you know, hundreds of full-time journalists at newsrooms across the country, but I would say we do just as good of a job as the CBC in reporting the news Canadians care about. So do you think this legislation and the way they're framing this with, you know, payouts based on the number of journalists actually makes sense? And does it actually benefit uh, independent and crucial media in Canada? No, it does not cause me. It actually does the opposite. From the way that C-18 is written, you would think that uh, this legislation is designed to benefit big legacy media the most and and it was an effort to crowd out independent or just smaller publications uh the trudeau government they talk a big talk about trying to help smaller uh, local publications who are facing some actual uh, financial troubles but this legislation will actually do the opposite of that because those smaller local uh, publications probably don't employ as many journalists as say the cbc does and it, it just goes to show that this bill is a shakedown because you have, you know, the Canadian news media lobby group in partnership with the CBC, the Toronto Star, Post Media, all these big media corporations uh, basically lobbying the federal government to do their bidding, which they did. And, you know, the bill backfired on, on them because it was just such a blatant shakedown. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. 
And if able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.